truth is the authority. All right, first thing, bring your A game because I'll take nothing less. I mean, we don't need more regulations. We need far less of that. We're going to have an open and honest discussion, but the numbers are what matter. The facts matter. Forget about the Republicans and the Democrats for a minute. Let's talk about the people. I've lived the American dream, and I want so many more people to be able to live the American dream. My show is what it says. It's common sense. We've jettisoned political correctness. It's principles and policies that work for everybody. I just want to talk about how to fix this country. The David Webb Show. When it comes to the border, we have to get beyond the numbers and into the weeds. This is a significant problem and in part exacerbated by the very actions of the Biden administration in ways that are not often discussed in the media, erecting barriers in some cases to the process, rules being set down to uh, essentially remove or impede the process for immigrants who cross the border illegally, illegally, claim asylum, changing rules for requests for evidences, notice of intent to deny, in fact, notice of intent to appear, and so much more. They're undermining the system itself. And I've warned you for years that if the system doesn't work, the problem will get increasingly worse. Yes, we have a little under a million that we know of that have crossed our southern border this year alone. That's in your communities. Representative Ralph Norman from South Carolina's 5th District joins me now. Uh, Representative Norman, uh, Chairwoman Maloney will not have a hearing on the border crisis. You know, I don't even care personally or professionally that much whether Kamala Harris goes to the border or not, because that is simply a photo op. You, however, have been to the border. What did you go there to do? What did you see? And what do you bring back for not only the committee, but for this audience? David, we went uh, with, I think it was 10 other congressmen, uh, Yvette Harrells is, is who organized it, and Andy Biggs and others, and went to see firsthand what uh, what this administration will not do. Uh, they, they Get this, they've been in office 145 days. The, the biggest issue we have, other than China and other than countries that are invading this country, uh, through cybersecurity and other things is the border. And we went there to personally observe, to talk to the border patrol agents, to talk to the medical profession on the ground, to talk to and see the so-called holding facilities. And what we saw was, was alarming. It really was. I mean, they had, well, first of all, they would not allow us to take pictures. Uh, you'd get your camera or your phone taken away from you. Uh, how 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 American is that? Uh, secondly, the there were some of the nicest buses that I've ever seen in my life that were transporting the children uh, to other facil- hotel facilities that I had heard about, but they were loading them up so that we I assume we could see them. 
And to hear the Border Patrol agents who were changing diapers uh, basically say that our hands are tied, we can't do what we were trained to do. Uh, it, and it was, and, and the most heartbreaking thing is to see toddlers in there with 15 to 20 year olds. How safe is that? How safe is a hotel room that they shipped them to, uh, where, you know, you can't watch them. The facilities we saw, you could at least watch them. And they had those tenfold coverings they were using for covering for, for, to sleep with, but on the floor, but it's, um, it's heartbreaking. And <clears throat> to go from, what President Trump installed to see the actual uh, barriers laying on the ground rusting, uh, to see the footings in place, uh, to see the the mounds of steel that have already been paid for with the contractors already have been paid to put it up, basically just stopped. To hear the ranchers, we had two roundtables where ranchers uh, were coming in and literally, David, they were crying. They didn't get through their speech. Um, their ranches are being overrun. They're, uh, there's some of these were fifth generation farmers, ranchers, and they're talking about leaving because their lines are being cut. The coyotes and the, uh, and I don't mean the animals. I'm talking about the coyotes that are transporting these children who, by the way, every one of them are paying out outlandish fees to, uh, to come to what they consider the land of opportunity in America. But that's what we saw, and that's what this administration fails to see, and it's so hypocritical. It is flat out. Well, see, here, here's something that I that I want to in, interject in this, if you would. They don't fail to see it. They see it. They know it. I've taken the time to go through and read some of the rules being pushed down to USCIS, and the changes in, in procedure, procedural changes to make it sure that the immigration courts don't function, removing notices to appear in, in the process of intent to deny notices or hearings. They're, they're making the system unworkable. And as I said, I don't care whether Kamala Harris goes to the border or not, because it's the processes and procedures and actions that matter. I don't even understand the value of going down there. They won't let you take pictures. But we have got to get more out of these farmers and people, private individuals who can talk publicly if they're able. I know that in some cases they're under threat. If they talk publicly, they may become the targets of whether it's cartel members, criminal gangs, or even the political system from the left. So we've got to look at it. They know what's going on. They know the problems coming to your hometown in Carolina, South Carolina, that it's coming to our communities all around America. If they're not going to do anything about it, if they're changing the processes, Aside from Texas, for example, putting a billion dollars into building additional wall structures, what can actually be done and can anything be done at the federal level right now? Not with this administration. I mean, I mean, no, I mean, it's just words. It's like Kamala Harris saying, don't come. I mean, as if that carries any weight, you know, ignorance uh, and Incompetence is hard to overcome, and this administration knowingly uh, knows what they're doing. It's just votes. I mean, they're the, the catch and release uh, where you know they've reinstituted the, the 180,000 that came across came across in May um, that we know of. It's just they're shipping them all over the uh, all over the country, 
And get this, the one, I went on a night patrol, a lot of us did, and they were the Border Patrol agents telling us about this one guy, 14 years old, had a mouth like a sailor, cussing everybody, you can't stop me, Biden's got things in place. He literally said that. And we said, and the Border Patrol agent said, where are you going? Guess where he was going? Charleston, South Carolina. Charleston, South Carolina. So what can we do as elected officials? Nothing with this administration. We wrote Carolyn Maloney, who's head of oversight, on, I think it was March 4th, no reply, just to hold a hearing so we could, uh, you know, could at least shed some light on it. But here's, here's what I'm doing, and others too. When we meet with school boards, uh, when we meet with um, the Salvation Armies and the, the organizations that, that handle people coming in this country, uh, we ask them, what are you going to do about the migrants coming in? Won't speak the language. You don't know, no skill or trade. They're going to be desperate people. And that's what's so sad about this thing. But we're being invaded. And it's it's like what you said on one of the shows I was on earlier. Lawsuits are going to have to take place. And the attorney generals are going to have to get involved. And I told uh, on the school administrations, uh, you need to f- come up with a plan. What are you going to do when, when the mercy rooms are filled, when your classrooms are filled with children who uh, something's going to have to be done with them. They're going to be hungry, don't have the language, and they're going to be descending on our towns. And I know Mark Green in Tennessee uh, is uh, their state trying to push their state to outlaw Biden just shipping these these children in and, and migrants in, but he's, he's just doing it anyway. That's where the lawsuit's going to have to come in. Well, let's go to that point. And you're right, I brought it up before, and the state attorney generals doing what they can, many of them, uh, still nothing out of the Republican leadership in the House. Th- that frustration, I, I, I don't understand it where there are clear violations where Kevin McCarthy and the senior leadership in the Republican Party is. There are clear challenges here. I've spoken to a number of attorneys who said they could file these suits. Why have you, have you gotten have you asked the question and gotten any clear answer on why the Republicans in Congress, whether House or Senate, are not taking on the administration? Well, two things on yeah. The last time you mentioned it, because I was interested in. Uh, why weren't we, meaning the Republican Party, using whatever means we had to file suits? And I went to Kevin directly the same day, I think, or the next day I uh, was on your program. He said, tell me what program we've got to sue other than the attorney generals. We don't have a cash a stash of money uh, that's laying around, nor do we have groups that can just file a lawsuit. And the other thing I would say We've been in the hundred last hundred and forty five days, I mean, look at what we've had to face. HR one, which is basically taking away our voting rights and, and federalizing that. Uh we've had DC statehood, which are trying to force uh a state this, you know, smallest smaller than Rhode Island uh, for for political power. I mean, it's just been one thing after another through executive orders and the other thing I would say, and I, I get this question a lot when I'm speaking, why aren't y'all doing anything? And the best analogy I can use with the media, uh, with name me other than a couple, Newsmax, uh, One News Network, maybe Fox at some point in time. But if, it's like going into a basketball game where it's, it's you know, four on one or three on two. I don't care if you've got Michael Jordan. 
uh, you're not going to win or have a football match analogy with 11 players. When you go in with six, you know, seven on three uh, or seven on four. So the media is not going to cover it. We don't have a stash of money to, 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 to file suit other than urge the attorney generals. And that's what we're doing. And, but the media tell me, name me one news conference that this president has had where he's answered anything substantive other than, you know, his dog biting somebody at the white house. I mean, it's, it's ludicrous. I, I, I got to tell you something. You, you and I have talked a long time over a lot of issues. The answer Kevin McCarthy gave you that you just said about fundraising. In April, the NRCC brought in $11.2 million. That was the April. I don't have the May report here. Fundraising is not the issue. Not having the money is not the issue. There are plenty of groups that would join the Republicans from simple amicus briefs to others that are out there fighting this issue, whether it's Center for Immigration Studies, Federation for American Immigration Reform, Heritage Foundation, and others. For, for McCarthy to say that there isn't the money or the groups or the impetus and where there are clear violations by the Biden administration of existing regulations, it's just not acceptable. The only thing I would point out uh, David is if we don't take control, uh, if we don't in, in the in the 2022 elections, uh, if we don't take control, the country's gone as we know it. Uh, socialism, it's not going. I don't care what they say. Everybody talks about a a, a massive turnover. These Democrat candidates are funded. I mean, look at what uh, you know. What the, forget the media and forget what Facebook and social media does to conservatives. But uh, the money that the, you talk about, we're going we're gonna to have to fund our candidates if, in, in all the – they're going to make us defend every office, which I'm fine Look, with. Look, here's how you fundraise. You fundraise on success in business and in politics and nonprofits, et cetera. In politics, if you get engaged in the right fight, you get the support of the people out there. This is a problem that grows at a rate of somewhere around 180,000 a month, give or take, crossing our southern border. Yet the Patriot audience, millions of people out there listening right now, are hearing that the party only wants to, will only do something, and I'm paraphrasing, I don't want to put words in your mouth, you've been very straightforward with me, and as you always are, that we're to wait till there is a takeover in the house at about 180,000 a month coming into Charleston, other communities around America. It's just not good enough. There's not a fight underway. So people are asking me the question, why should I give? Why should I support? There are big donors. There's your average donors, small donors. Those are voters. Well, the only thing I'd say to that is it boils back to, yes, we can – and I think Tennessee's done it. I don't know that South Carolina has. We didn't realize – you know, we didn't know what was going on because, again, we don't have access to what's what's really going on, like with, with the people. We know they're coming in. We know it's unfettered. We know they're going to – I literally saw busloads leaving so that we wouldn't see them. I said, there were five, six buses. So they're not going – now, they're going to the hotels, but then they're being distributed all over the country. Now, uh, I know there are states that have passed laws against uh, just 
what this administration is doing just to ship them in, not tell the local authorities. He just isn't doing it. And it's like the old lawyer, the old saying, what's the law? Well, what do you want it to be? And this administration makes you, you know, they're just going to do it until they stop it. And, you know, it's almost going to take, and, and money Money is not going to stop lawlessness unless you just, uh, you know, put police on every corner and every bus that comes in try to stop it. I mean, it's a it's a huge problem. I'll agree with you. But have you seen how hard it is to get candidates to run for office? I mean, to 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 get anybody to put their name in the ring and to get in the fight today, particularly, and that's what the left wants. They don't want they want to discourage the conservatives so much. I'm an anomaly because I'm in the business arena. Well, have been, and but to get anybody to run, it's just a tremendously expensive, and it's tremendously taxing to to. I mean, I've been on the interviews with people coaxing them to run, and uh, it's so toxic now. But that's where we're going to lose our country if we don't get people. And I don't have to have people that are as conservative as I am, but by God, when it comes to uh, the main issues like the border patrol and like HR one uh, and like you know, opposing these things, we're going to have to do it. But getting people is a challenge. Um, I thought the workers, you know, who were laying at home getting paid were a challenge, and they are. But try getting somebody to put the name on the line. It's, no, it's look, else. I get all that, and the attacks and whatever. And don't get, You and I know the political uh, system is a part of this. But if if you walk away with nothing else from this interview as I often say to the audience and I'll say this to you if we stay at the current rate adjusted some slower months some higher months by the time we get to 15 months from now we'll probably have another two and a half million illegal aliens crossing our southern border including people from special interest countries uh, various different elements, and that's what we know about if we go at the current rate. So while I understand your points about getting people in, changing because the policies, the laws are written by those in power, there has to be a fight now, and there needs to be a fight or two and a half million illegal aliens from now, let's say the Republicans take the House, there's still two and a half million and growing. And and that's, that's frankly, it's not something we can bear. And it's not something the Republican base should bear if there aren't even in the sense of lawfare attempts to slow down the administration. Democrats use this against Republicans. They play lawfare well. We need to engage in lawfare as one of one of the tactics we use to try and slow down this administration or that number of two and a half million or so will be hit by the time the November elections happen. And that that's something Charleston, South Carolina can't bear. No, I agree with you. And it's more like three million. If you tell talk to the Border Patrol agents and you know, and think about it, it's illegal. It's just not a contiguous country, which we don't know where they're coming from, uh, but it's not contiguous. It's not just Mexico, it's other it's coming from all over, which is illegal in and of itself. But uh you know, short of standing in front of the buses and you know, law enforcement is as you know, are so uh, so disgruntled right now. They're they're 
having trouble maintaining their own staff, uh, the levels that they've had. But here's what I'm going to do. You, here, I'm going to go to the Heritage. We've got a Freedom Caucus meeting tonight. I'm going to go to the Heritage Foundation. I'm going to go to McCarthy. We've got a, we got a caucus tomorrow. And I'm going to, again, ask where are we on funding, law, funding, whether it's lawsuits, whatever it means we have. Because once they're in the country, and that's, that's, what's so, that's what the speed of this. Once they're shipped out, you tell me how they're going. We're going to get them back, and law enforcement is going to be faced with uh, with appre- trying to apprehend them. The cartels are making a half a billion a month, a half a billion with a B. So, you know, it's it's you're right. Uh, it's a tremendous issue, and it's one of many that we're fighting. Um, and it's just going to take it's going to take more of us, and it's going to take. Something other than, I mean, they, they, this administration abides, does not abide by what's on paper. If they would, they'd, it's illegal what they're doing now. We're being invaded is what we're doing. But I think um, you pose some very good questions. I'm going to pose it again, and not just to McCarthy. I'm going to do it to Heritage and others, uh, and, and to the Mike Pompeos of the world. We've got him coming in. You know, he, he is as to hear him speak will make the hair on the back of your neck rise up. Uh, well, Mike, good, good news is Mike will be on this show later on this week. Uh, I believe we have him later on this week. I will be doing an immigration special uh, also coming up soon. That's within a week or so. And uh, by then, let's see what, if anything, the House leadership, the Republican structure has done because I'm going to focus on it for three hours with experts, with victims, with the American people. And let's see what those answers are. You know, you've, you've gone and brought those questions in that I've asked, that this audience has asked. I give you that credit. We need to see some action. That's what the American people need. And I appreciate you raising it, and we're going to get some answers on it. And ask Pompeo what he told our conservative opportunists. Tell, ask him what he did on. Uh, I mean, it was fascinating what that man. It's sad in another way too because of of what's happening. But uh, anyway, we we got to ring the bells is more now than ever, or, or we're gonna lose our country. Pure and simple. Yeah, pure and simple. Thank you very much, Representative Ralph Norman, South Carolina's fifth district and we yeah, we will be following up with uh secretary pompeo our immigration special i'll give you more details on that that's coming up soon thank you hey, let, us, let, let us know thank you 866-95-PATRIOT-957-2874 i'll be right back <laughs> 